Come, Holy Spirit, come by the most powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Our first reading today is from the book of Job, which is a very important book in the Old Testament. But it's also a difficult one. It's difficult to read, and it's also difficult to accept the basic message. Job was a man who was very devout, very religious, lived the law, tried to worship God as best as he could, and yet he experienced incredible hardship and loss and suffering. He lost his family, he lost his property, his livestock, his livelihood, he lost his physical health, he, he suffered uh, physically, emotionally, spiritually, enormously. And the entire book is a dialogue about trying to find out the reason why. Why are all of these things happening to Job? And one of the things that's hard about reading that book is that at the end of it, there's not really an answer. Because at the end, God shows up. Job and his friends are kind of debating back and forth. They're trying to, to understand. And in the end, God shows up. And he doesn't give a very satisfying answer, at least in terms of our humanity and kind of what we would want him to say. He just basically says, I'm God. You're not. And it's kind of jarring to our sensibilities. Right? God doesn't give an explanation to Job. He doesn't tell him all of the reasons why. He just basically presents uh, this invitation. Do you believe that I'm God or not? Do you believe that I created the heavens and the earth and everything that is in them? Do you believe that I'm in control and I'm in charge of everything that happens? And are you still going to have faith even when life is incredibly difficult? Because that's when faith becomes real. That's when it gets tested and purified. Right? Faith does not mean we're going to always have all of the answers to life's questions, that we're always going to know the reason why such and such is happening. We're not always going to know why bad things happen to good people. But we're invited to have faith, to believe that God is love, that God's providence governs all of history, that God is in control, and maybe, just maybe, He has a better plan than we do. And we're invited to trust. But God eventually does give an answer, not in the book of Job, but He eventually does give an answer to the whole question of suffering and evil. And the answer was to send his son. Right? Jesus is God's answer to that question. And we need to be clear what that answer is. Jesus did not come to make our life easy. He didn't come to say, okay, now you don't have to suffer anymore. Now you're not going to have to die. What Jesus came is he said, I am with you. I will suffer with you and for you. I will go before you. I will show you the way. I will die for you, as St. Paul said in our second reading, so that when we die, we can have that hope of eternal life. Right? Jesus came to be with us so that we wouldn't have to be alone, so that we may not always have all of the answers, 
but that we would know that God is with us, that he is concerned, that he does care, and that he promises to give us the grace that we need to carry our cross after him. But this requires great faith. It's not easy. And we see the need for this faith in our gospel today, which is one of the great episodes in the gospels to really, excuse me, to really provide a great image for life on earth. The apostles are with Jesus. They're in the boat on the Sea of Galilee, and a storm comes upon them, which could be deadly. And uh, the waves are crashing against the boat, and the boat is starting to fill up. And they're terrified. They're scared for their life. And Jesus is asleep. And they, they go to wake him up. And they say, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Such an honest question. And I think an honest prayer that most of us, if not all of us, have at least wanted to say at, le- you know, at different times in our life. God, do you not care that I'm suffering? Do you not care that these things are happening in the world? Do you not care that these things are happening in my family or whatever the situation might be? We sometimes wonder, does God really care? It seems like he's asleep. Why isn't he doing anything? Right? And this gets to the heart of faith, right? that God is with us that Jesus is with us, that he knows what's going on, and that he will step in uh, to fix everything on his timeline, not on ours. The apostles, they go wake Jesus up, right? He immediately takes care of the storm. He immediately takes care of the danger. And then he turns to them, and with compassion and love, he says to them and he says to us, Why are you terrified? Do you not yet have faith? That's the invitation. When the boat that is maybe our life or our family or our country or our world or the church or whatever it might be, wherever we feel like the waves are just crashing against us, our boat is filling up with water and we're terrified. And we're wondering, does God even care about what's happening right now? The answer to that is Jesus, that he cared so much that he sent his son to become one of us, to be in solidarity with us in our humanity, to suffer and die with us and for us. But at the same time, he is the true God the creator of the heavens and the the earth, and he has the power to immediately still the wind and the waves and the storm. And so too he can step in to any situation in our life or in the world. And he can bring about his plan and he can accomplish his will. But he's going to do it in his own way and on his own time. The invitation for us is to have faith.